Good evening, everybody. Thank you for tuning in this evening. Welcome back to the Journeys with Stephanie show. It is Tuesday, December 7th, 2021. And wow, what a first few days of the month we've had here. Um, I just, again, welcome everybody to the show. I have a very special guest tonight, and we'll get to her in just a few minutes. So, everyone, as we like to know, I love to talk a little bit about the astrology weather. What is going on? And before we get into that, I would just like to make a little shameless plug for my website. It is journeywithstephanie.com. And, you know, we're in... A very emotional time of year for many, holiday season. And if you find that you would simply like to get a quick clearing, would you like to receive some theta healing? Would you like to connect with a loved one? Do you need some mentoring in bringing in some extra protection, learning how to go about that and what does that mean? please go to my website, journeywithstephanie.com, and let's see what we can do for you. The reason I call it Journey with Stephanie is because with each and every person, all of us have our own unique needs. And sometimes we need simply a quick healing tuning adjustment. Sometimes we would like to talk with our loved ones, but whatever it is, all of these sessions are special tailored for you. This is all about you. It's a beautiful time when we can enjoy a time out and get that tune-up, get the healing, connect with that loved one, whatever is really calling to our soul in each moment is something that it's such a beautiful gift that we can give to ourselves. And I am here as a facilitator to help you with that. And soon we'll get to meet my guest and she has beautiful things that she brings to the table as well. So returning back to the astrology weather, recently we had the lunar eclipse. This was mid-late November. I want to say it's around the 19th. And it occurred on the full moon, and we had a lunar eclipse. And just so everyone knows, with each eclipse, the effects from the eclipse actually goes on for six full months. We have these interesting, quote-unquote, after effects, and the work keeps working. We can look at it that way. So what November's lunar eclipse brought to us, which was even more powerful than the full moon itself, is what we call the hand of God. We're in a space for the next six months to connect with ourselves, to face ourselves, whatever it has been for us, whether it's been an emotional concern, relationships, etc. These lessons are coming back to us. And it's a time and a place, whether it's a person, a place, or a situation, it is our time right here, right now, to handle it and to deal with it. And the reason it's called, quote-unquote, hand of God, is because this is a universal, spiritual, divine intervention. So extremely powerful. And then this past weekend, we experienced the solar eclipse and the new moon, which was on Saturday, December 4th, 2021. And... With this 
with a solar eclipse, what happens is that the hands of time have been dialed back 19 years, back to 2002. And so for this next six months, think about your life. Think about, again, person, places, situations, anything that did happen or did not happen back in 2002, those lessons are playing out in the here and the now. And so the more that we may find peace and resolution, whether it's just within ourselves, whether it's about a place of acceptance and so on, the more we can do that, the more we can heal. And it'll be a beautiful thing. We are also approaching the 1212 portal. And last month we had the 1111 portal. These are very powerful times. They're spiritual gateways, energetic gateways. And so the month of December also brings, there's a lot, a lot, a lot going on. So for that, I simply say just hang on for the ride. (laughs) Be present, be here, be now. So let's move right along here. I would like to now introduce my guest. Her name is Debbie, and we've got Debbie here with us. And Debbie Peters, you are just an amazing woman. I'd like to bring you on. Hello. Welcome to the show. Hi, Stephanie. Thank you so much for having me today. Oh my gosh, you're so welcome. I'm so happy that you agreed. You know, I just, I find you super intriguing. So first of all, the way I met Debbie was through a mutual friend of ours, Michael, Michael Ferraro, and he is a healer as well, master Reiki healer and many other things. And You know, Michael had contacted me and he said, hey, there's this person I think you should connect with. And her name is Debbie Peters. And that's all I can say. You just need to talk. (laughs) And so, Debbie, we (laughs) talked, what, a month and a half ago? It wasn't that long ago. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And we we share a lot of like-mindedness and it's so interesting. I just found talking with you and talking about your background and everything and what's happening at present, all of it was so engaging. Um, I, so I would like to start, you know, I generally have on other healers or psychics or, you know, people in this field. It's just so interesting that we find each other. Um, one of the things that I, I am often asked myself, and so I would like to ask you tonight, so regarding the umbrella of healing in your world, in your life, my question for you is, what was your experience with healing in childhood? So I have a very, I believe, unique experience compared to at least my interaction with other healers. Um, most healers kind of have a calling, it seems to be, from the beginning. You know, like, for instance, Mike. Mike, at four years old, was having out-of-body experiences and so forth. So uh, I seem to find that most healers have this lifelong uh, trajectory. But that wasn't my experience. Um, <laughs> I was very much very much a left-brained person. I was so grounded in this third dimension, so grounded in sciences. And, you know, I loved law and I loved chemistry and I loved 
I don't want to say I love accounting, although that ended up being my profession. <laughs> but I really <laughs> was grounded in that part of the world. And it wasn't until my daughter, about maybe 20 years ago, 25 years ago, I'll say, um, introduced me to spirituality. She'd always been in that realm. And when she was young, she used to say things like, oh, it was so great when I was in heaven. They had such beautiful rolling hills and things like that. So uh, my experience is that until I was in my mid-30s, early 40s, I really didn't embrace spirituality. But then, boy, when it came, it came strong. And I got Reiki certified, one and two, and then I got Peace Process certified, one and two. I have coaching certifications and so forth. And the way that it all integrated and melded together was amazing. Um, If you would have asked me 10 years ago, would I ever be in this field? I'd be absolutely not. (laughs) But I've been called, and it is such a blessing, and the healing that I get to bear witness to with my clients is so rewarding and so special and to be able to celebrate with people as they have breakthroughs and take journeys that they haven't been able to take maybe in an entire lifetime is just so special. So I'm so grateful that I found or it found me. I found my authentic self, my place of service. Uh, to be able to help others in this world of healing. I just think that's so beautiful. And, you know, with my background, I was a little bit of both. It was my natural pathway, and yet there was still an awakening journey and awakening process and I found that when I was working, I call it the muggle world, when I was muggling and working here and working there, it just was so interesting because it, it it helped me to be grounded and it helped me to expand. And so I am a Gemini, but much more of a Cancer than a Gemini. But I say this because one thing with Geminis is that the minds can just fly, you know, we're mm-hmm. all over the place all of the time. And I found that with my work experiences, working through stuff around people, really, my left brain was being fed, and then my right brain was being exercised. And I just found that so interesting. And when the spirituality component came in, and began to really truly present itself, and it began to call upon me for expansion, Wow, what a learning curve that was, because then I could, I was able to begin to understand this left brain world and opening up and expanding that right brain and tapping into the matter of healing. So, uh, you know, it just, it was all intriguing and fascinating and for a little while a bit confusing too. Because I was questioning myself, I was questioning myself over and over, what am I doing? I need (laughs) to do this because blank, and yet my heart is over here, and I really want to do this instead. So that being said, how did you find that your work experiences, you know, the muggle world, 
led mm-hmm. to expand and grow the path that you're on right now? So I entered into the field of coaching. I worked with some very prominent thought leaders in that world and uh, got certified in coaching and started actually more, being more drawn to coaching than I actually was to the spiritual realm, the healing realm. And I received my degree in psychology. And so I always had an interest in people. I always had an interest in the mind and how people operate and their behaviors and so forth. And working in the accounting world is really quite different from that world. You're you're very detail-oriented. You're very focused. You're very specific in everything you do. And you actually become very isolated. And I think that isolation is really what, one of the things that really caused me to expand to the world of healing because my heart was missing out on so much. I was missing out on the collaboration with others. I was missing out on sharing that love, sharing my grace and their grace with me, sharing what this life is truly all about, what I've come to understand that I didn't understand while I was um, in the process, let's say, of finding a more spiritual realm, a more healing realm, a more collaborative realm where we are working to help one another. Um, Because that's what the healing is, is, we don't have special powers that we actually get to heal. We collaborate and allow everyone to heal themselves with their innate, beautiful energy that we're all born with. And so uh, I think that isolation, it just manifested itself, much like people who are suppressing their emotions for so long and eventually it presents itself somehow, either through a disease or either through an emotional distress. Um, I think that's what happened partially to me is all of this isolation and not working with others and being very focused on myself, my work, and the work I was doing for a specific company caused distress for me and discord. And that's what allowed me to blossom. I really believe that's what allowed me to blossom was was that level of um, isolation. It's so interesting that you shared about your accounting program, I mean, um, work, because once upon a time, and and it's so fun to talk with my guests because there's so many common denominators here. There was a time when I was an office manager for a very small accounting firm in downtown Seattle. Very interesting. Mm. And during my duration there, particularly, you know, Quarterly tax time, yes, but tax season. The isolation that you speak of would begin literally on the 1st of February. And that very intense isolation carried on actually all the way through August, you know, for the late filings Mm -hmm. and stuff. And during my employment there, that for me started to really tip the boat a little bit more in terms of thinking about or just asking myself, 
well, what am I doing? Where is my heart at? And at that time, I was attending classes at a local, um, he was a, how do, what's the right phrase here? A paranormal um, psychic medium, except he was manifesting energy in a room. And so, and this was through sitting quietly, sitting in a mostly darkened room, not pitch black. And we would just simply relax, breathe together, meditate, and watch the white clouds on the ground begin to manifest. And so this was really staying with me. So with the isolation experience at the accounting firm, I would reflect upon, well, gosh, every Monday night, I attend Monday night healing, and I was one of just a few healing facilitators, which was amazing, just an amazing experience. So it was keeping me tied into what my natural gifts were anyway, which was wonderful. And yet I would return to work Tuesday and observe the environment. It's quiet. Nobody's talking. Everyone's in their own offices. <laughs> and <laughs> I, almost, I always felt guilty when the phone rang and I had to answer the phone because my, I knew my voice was carrying. So I always did the best I could to be quiet. But the energy of the isolation, it always made me think of, and I know I don't really go religious or anything normally, but the 40 days the Bible speaks of where Jesus is in the desert. And that's what it really felt like. And it was, for me anyway, the first of several transformations. And uh, it's, yeah, I can respect that. It makes so much sense. So with all of that, you know, you know, you shared with the accounting and what led you to expand into this more that does lead into the present. So if you would like, I think all of us would love to hear about the project that you're working on at present. What is that? Hmm. What does it look like? Thank you so much. Uh, Actually, I have to preface this by saying I truly believe that it was divinely given to me. Um, a couple of years ago, I actually had heard of membership sites. And the moment that I heard of a membership site, I knew it was what I wanted to do. Because there's such a feeling for all of us healers who work one-on-one. We can only help a limited amount of people. We only have so many hours in a day. And I don't know about you, but I can only heal so many people. Some people have an ability to do six people in a day. That's not me. <laughs> so... Um, have a a feeling on that and what I realized I could do with the membership site is I could offer so much to so many for such a low price point that it's accessible for everyone and that's the thing that makes me so happy about it is because in our current medical system as we know medicine isn't available for everyone do you have the right insurance? Are you at the right income level? Do you have the cash? There's so many things that are required. And if you're of a lower economic status, you possibly don't get the necessary treatment that you need. Um, also, there's, you know, in my opinion, the pharmaceutical companies are really trying to just keep everybody on one drug after another. So, 
you, know, you take a, a pharmaceutical drug for this that then leads to that and this and that, and we're never really healing at the source. We're always healing symptomatically, and that what what leads to this ongoing need for additional medication. So what I decided to do is I wanted to create a holistic healing site. And in this holistic healing site, because it's holistic, it's all about healing at the source so that once someone is healed, they're healed. It's not next time that they run into the same situation, the same triggers and the same uh, frustrations, the same emotional responses are going to happen. That's not what I want to um, have anyone experience in their life. I really want the healing to be healing. So there is six core members of the Healing Hub Club, and we are all very diverse. We all have our own set of modalities. And while some of us may do something similar, they're not exactly the same. And then we also have guest healers and speakers who will be coming as well throughout the month. Now, when I say healers, I want to clarify that. A healer can be almost anyone. Everyone has the capacity to heal. And so when I say healers, that is someone who is either an energy healer, a coach, or an instructor, or a sound healer, something along those lines. But it's not all energy healing. Sometimes people think a healer means energy healing. And I want to make sure that that is not what your audience comes away thinking. We are very diverse. We have lots of modalities. And the reason for that is that we want everybody to have the opportunity to find the person that works for them. Because as we know, especially for those of us who have gone to many healers, not everyone works for us. We don't align with them or we don't align with their process. And so we want to give everyone the opportunity to either research and find who they align with or if they're just curious, like, what is an energy healer or what is a mindset coach? Give them the opportunity to expand their minds, expand their experiences, and actually be able to step into a new world of learning, a new world of healing that they never had an opportunity to before. So as I said, we had six core healers. We have roughly it's going to be about two guest healers a month who are going to show up. We have videos. And we have pop-up events that are going to be fun. And we have additional resources. And we have an awesome community, which I know in today's world is so important for so many of us who are experiencing isolation or feeling lonely in this time of the pandemic, not being able to get out as much as we like to, not having the friendships and the interaction that we used to. So we're hoping to provide a really strong community for all of those that are feeling maybe like they need support. Um, they need a non-judgmental environment to be able to start on their journey. Just super, super excited about it. Um, and I think it's going to be really remarkable because, as I said, it's a really low price point. It's very accessible. And I believe in my heart that it's like we so over-deliver because we all so want to serve humanity. That is amazingly beautiful. And I love the concept of the membership club. I also love the concept that 
people will be able to go to the site and figure out who do they connect with. It's mm -hmm. so nice to have that option, and I agree with you regarding the matter of healing because there are so many different varieties of healers. And especially, you know, with all of us who have so many gifts to share with the world, it's wonderful that you've got this site set up. So if a person were to want to contact you now, um, how would they get a hold of you regarding the Healing Hub Club? And what's, how would they contact you? Yes. Okay, so share a little bit of my sad story. <laughs> I was okay. actually supposed to be launching my business today, the Healing Hub Club. And unfortunately, due to technical issues, we were not able to get the actual membership site up and running in time. We do have the website and we do have a wait list, but we don't have the membership site. And of course, because we do live presentations weekly and sometimes more than once a week, we have to have the membership site. So we postponed it till January 11th, 2022. And we will have a cart open until the 17th. And then we will be closing the cart at that point and won't be open for two to three months. I haven't decided yet um, how long we're going to have that cart closed. So in the meantime, if you go to healinghubclub.com, you will see my website. You can, uh, at that point, join. And when you click join, it will take you to a wait list. When you receive the, uh, when you're on the wait list, we have some information that will be sent out to you. Um, we also have... Uh, I don't think that I have it listed, so let me give this to you. I'm sorry to wander for a moment. You can contact me at support at healingcubclub.com if you want to talk about something specifically that is not on the website. I'd be happy to talk with you. Um, I also do healings, so um, if you're interested in anything like that. But with regards to Healing Hub Club, support at Healing Hub Club for emails, and you can go to the website at healinghubclub.com and find out all the goodies that we have. <laughs> oh, that's, that's wonderful, Debbie. I think that's great. And at this place and time, I will share my website once again, journeywithstephanie.com. And I would like to just say hello very quickly to our producer, Garrett. Hello, hello. And... I believe we have somebody in the queue, Rose Maria. Okay, beautiful. So there we go. Rose Maria calling to ask about potential to travel work. Maria, welcome to the show. Have a and go ahead, please. Hi, Hi Rose Maria. You? Very uh, well. How are you? Very good. Thank how you. you. How may we help well, you? I was wondering if I was traveling with a new job anytime soon that's coming in. I've been looking and no budget and that is confusing for the last month about interviews and stuff. So I was wondering if any potential coming in for me. Okay. Uh, let's see here. 
when I look at this, I'm just scanning, looking at your energy field. Also, looking at your work itself. And it, I can see where the work is slower right now. It's not bringing the satisfaction. Yet, there's going to be a corner turned. It looks like sometime in first quarter of the new year, somewhere between mid-late January going into early February. It feels like work is going to begin to expand and keep you a little bit busier. It's also going to bring you a different opportunity. In addition, uh, regarding the travel, let's see here. I'm seeing one very short trip coming in January, just a couple of days. And then later on, there's going to be a second trip that comes, if not at the end of the first quarter, the beginning of second quarter of the new year. That's what's coming through for me. So I'm going to hand you over here to Debbie. And Debbie, if you would like to see what you see for Rose Maria, that would be great. Hi, Rose Maria. Welcome. Um, this kind of foresight is not something that I actually have a gift in. This is definitely Stephanie's area. But I would like to say to you that I truly, from the bottom of my heart, hope that you find this job that you're looking for in the travel and that life is a beautiful journey for you going forward. I wish that I was able to help you more specifically, and I apologize for that. But you have a brilliance in Stephanie who was able to help you, so very grateful for that. (laughs) Wonderful, Rosaria. Thank you for your call tonight. Thank you. All right. So, Debbie, let's see. So I was thinking, so when we talk about what it is that we do, what is our work, what are our gifts, if if I were to come to you for a session, actually, let's change that. <laughs> when a person connects with you for a session, because that's not really fair. So if a person would like to have a session with you, mm-hmm. what happens? What what? does that look like when you connect with a person? What's the first thing that you do? Right. Well, it very much depends on the person. I haven't quite honestly had an objection as of yet, but I always hold the space that there could be at some point. So I would be very respectful of that. But the first place that I actually like to start is with doing a, an energy healing session. I truly believe that clearing the energy field makes such a big difference for us to then transform. So if it's very emotionally based, sometimes it's as simple as doing the energy healing sessions. And we don't need to do anything else, quite honestly. For a while, you will transform. You will go about your day and suddenly feel like, wow, I'm not having that trigger that I usually have with mom, or wow, I'm having more energy. I wonder why that is. I think I'm going to go to the gym today. 
all kinds of things can happen as a result of the healing energy. And for me, the most beautiful thing that I find is blending the healing energy work with the mindset work. Because the healing energy clears our energy field and allows us to make transformation energetically. But also, for many of us, we need a shift in thinking. We need a shift in behaviors. We are so accustomed to the stories that we've told ourselves for so long. We're so accustomed to having responses that we really don't know other ways. And I have had clients who literally in their heart had no emotional negative feelings, but were still saying the same negative things to themselves because that's where they have sat for so long. They they didn't know how to say it another way. So they would be having these thoughts with no emotional response. So we would shift that and allow them to start using the beautiful gifts that they have of no longer having these energy fields that are blocked by the traumas and experiences over a lifetime or even over months um, to allow them to adopt new mindsets, to allow them to start taking steps towards the future, towards the dreams that they, they desire that they haven't thought about in so long because it just felt like they were never going to get an opportunity to move in that direction. It's so beautiful when the door opens for a client and we have no emotional responses and we are actually having beautiful thoughts of the future. It's, it's such an amazing thing to me. It truly is. So I like to start all of mine, whether it's short-term or long-term client um, sessions with an energy healing session. And I preferably like to have the very first one the entire time that we have the session, the full hour, be a healing session, and then we come back and then we can start progressing as the client sees. Because many times, as you know, a client thinks that they need A and they really need Z. And our expertise allows us to identify that and go into those lower levels that they can't see, that they don't understand, and that they shouldn't because that's not their... That's not their um, that's not their world. That's why they come to us, and we just help them elevate. We help them find their natural self, um, find that mind, body, spirit connection that makes us all so whole. Because every one of us has this innate ability to be truly remarkable and whole and healed. Um, we just you know, we need guidance on the way there. <laughs> oh, I, that's beautiful. It's beautiful. So when, so with the initial contact and you're doing the energy healing, are, do you use any sort of tool? Do you use crystals? Do you use cards? What does that look like for you? How would you describe that? No, so... All of my healings are done virtually. So all of my healings are done through a Zoom call. Um, If somebody wanted to be on the phone, we could do that as well. I actually do have one client that I uh, do a healing over the phone, but everyone else I do on a Zoom. And 
it doesn't require a crystal. It doesn't require uh, a card. That's not the kind of healing that I do. It's purely energy from source. And I see as I am healing my client, I can see where the blocks are. Um, I can see when we've healed them. And there is a communication between myself and my client, but it's very minimal. It's such a peaceful process, literally. I cannot tell you, like 25% of my clients actually fall asleep during the process. So it's pretty funny. They still get healed for the rest of the duration, but um, just so beautiful. It's so calming and People always remark about that part of it, that it's so peaceful and it's so calming. It's not like we drudge up old wounds, old traumas that break us down. I don't like to live in that space. I want you to recognize it momentarily so that we can clear the energy. But I think it's really hard to heal where we're in such a dark space. And so I try to stay away from that as much as possible. It's not to... It's not to say that that did not occur. That's not the reason that I don't like to go there. It's just that we don't need to go there to heal. So you will have the memory of the trauma, but you don't have the emotional response. It's just something that happened, and it doesn't control you, and you are allowed to move forward without having to carry all that baggage on your back. Precisely. Precisely. And you mentioned the term source, working with source. And one of the modalities that I learned along the way is theta healing. Theta healing is phenomenal. And the number one aspect that I really absolutely loved as far as what theta healing teaches is to First, go to source, sit with source. And, of course, the woman that created the modality, she's identified that there are seven planes of existence. Each one represents something different. You know, we have the 3D, the 1D, the 2D, all the way up to seven. And the seventh plane of existence is identified as being with source and I love teaching clients, those, of course, who are curious and who do want to know. I like to teach them about connecting first with source or whatever term they prefer to use, you know, in expressing their spirituality. And then sit in that energy, and it's just the most beautiful thing. There was a movie out several years ago. I can't think of the title off the top of my head, but it has Jim Carrey, and Morgan Freeman, and Morgan Freeman is God. So whenever Jim Carrey goes to see Morgan, he takes this elevator. Sometimes he does, sometimes not. But there's always these beautiful white clouds in the room. And this is how I envision in the process of doing Theta Healing for myself or for others is connecting in that energy space. It gives a really nice visual. Secondly, I love the fact that source, when we work with source, that energy is clean and pure, Mm -hmm. you see. So it's 
it's lovely to share this with people. It's lovely to teach this to people. So again, another tool of showing people, teaching people how they may help themselves as well. So anyway, the movie that I was speaking of on a sidebar is called Bruce Almighty. Hysterical. Mm-hmm. Funny, funny, funny. Yet powerful messages too. And yeah. uh, yes, yes. So the healing <laughs> tools. So I so then I would like to ask you, as you continue to work with people, you know, the the same client comes back you know, X amount of time later and says, gosh, Debbie, okay, that was great. And I think I'm ready for a little bit more. And I understand that every person is unique and different. Do you have a process for those next steps as you work with people and they work with you? So if you're asking if I have a system, I don't work by a system. I actually work I meet the client where they are at, and I think that is the best way to operate. I don't really believe in systems. I think they can be um, a little bit detrimental. I've seen, I've taken a lot of courses and I've gone through a lot of very long programs, and systems can sometimes take us off track when we don't quite understand the system or when we're not ready for the system. So I like to meet everyone where they're at, and then move from there. I have the gift of knowing what is the best step. So it's not that I have something specific for them, but I do have something specific for them in that I can see where you're at, I can see where you want to go, and I can offer you the tools, the healing, and the inherent ability that you can develop to move yourself down that path. So um, I hope that clarifies. (laughs) Oh, very much so. And what's interesting is that, and again, I love talking with you because there's so many similarities here. Yeah. Yes, very much so. So with each person, whether returning client or brand new client, it doesn't matter. The energy healing is done first and foremost before we begin to walk down whatever path it is that they seek in that moment. And one method, you know, sometimes I have found that when I'm attempting to describe to the client, I do have a tendency to like, because it's so my zone, I can really start (laughs) diving deep into my own (laughs) rabbit hole of describing all of this stuff and they're asking me, so what does that mean? (laughs) And so finally, (laughs) it's been probably within this past year and it's working very well. I share that it's washing the windows. So before we get started on what we're going to work on today, we're just going to clean those windows so that we can get Mm -hmm. the right and proper picture going on so that we may read your story far more clearly and that it makes sense. And so it's funny, yes, because in describing, you know, well, this is going to happen in this and then this and then this. And then I take for granted that there's actually a number of modalities that I work with and blend and 
to pick that apart and try to explain it generates more confusion (laughs) because you know it's it is our normal to do what we do when we go to a thousand places in a nanosecond it seems so source actually brought me i i was praying and i was asking for what it what would be a very simple way to just simply describe this and the idea hit and there it went and here we are today (laughs) so that worked out that just worked out really really well it's kind of comical and funny have you had the experience where sometimes we have a challenging experience with a client where we find ourselves getting triggered and I know that I have gain tools from the different modalities and one of the modalities I use is the pendulum and charts and I love it because it helps to identify it feeds my left brain it's a lot of details a lot of information and it also helps to identify if I feel like I'm getting triggered what do I need to do right now in this moment to clear that in order to keep our clients their time their space their sacredness their spirituality in order to preserve that and continue to help them has that happened with you with the energy i've never had anyone be confrontational in any way whatsoever we've i've always gone through the entire energy healing process and at the end, I believe there was one time when I, I always asked for feedback at the end. How are you feeling? You know, um, are you noticing anything? What are you noticing? I kind of do that at the end just um, to allow them to observe because it can be hard to notice things for ourselves when we do have a shift. So we talk about that. And I do, there was one person, I have to say that, there was one person who said, um, well, very abruptly, well, I don't really know. I mean, this is kind of like woohoo stuff. And I found myself like, you're not very nice. You know, I'm going to say that kindly. That's not the fact that I actual words I was using. But in my mind, I was like, you're not very nice. <laughs> and then I went, whoa, wait a minute, Deb, wait a minute. What's going on here? She can have that belief system. That doesn't have nothing to do with you whatsoever. So I think all of us, have the potential to drop momentarily, if you will, and get triggered and drop that vibration for a minute. But I'm sure, that Stephanie, that you do the same thing that I do. It's very momentarily when we get into these things. It's, you know, we sit there, and, and sometimes there's really major things that happen that maybe it takes a little longer. But overall, I find with me that I catch myself super quickly and then I allow them to be who they are. I allow them to have their belief system. And I remember that they have what, whatever their belief system is, whomever they are, however they show up in the world, has nothing whatsoever to do with me. And as long as I keep that separation and come back to that knowing that I am everything that I need to be, to be of service, and either you accept it or you don't, and I'm okay with either way. I hope that you need and want the service to help you have a better life. But if you don't, 
then maybe somebody else is better for you or maybe you need to wait to a different time or maybe it never happens for you. And that is their journey, and I always try to be super respectful of others' journey. So I don't typically have triggers from other people. If I do, it's really momentarily. Yes, that's that's wonderful. I know that with the few and random encounters I've had, the pattern the pattern that does come in for that, I first of all take my energies and again in my mind's eye, I'm going back to source and asking, please cleanse and clear me neutralize me right here right now and it's done instantaneously because one thing that I not only have learned for myself but help remind other people if they don't already know is that the power of intention the power of asking the power of prayer can be so amazing and powerful as long as we're focused and as long as we're going to source. And anyway, you know, several years ago when I was learning the pendulum and the charts, it's called spiritual response therapy. And the teacher at the time, Robert Dutzler, and he was the creator of that modality too, by the way, he taught us that it can happen during a session. And So he taught us a beautiful way because often with dowsing, there's a constant state of motion, pendulum and the chart. And so at that point, he just taught us, you know, this is just ask yourself these four basic questions and do a self-check when things come up. And so we also learn, though, to clear any programs between ourselves and this person that we're about to connect with. So just some great reminders. And it's a wonderful, wonderful habit to get in. I love that you meet people where they are at. And you know, Debbie, in my in my lifetime of having worked in different career fields and such, and then later getting not one degree but two in a very left-brained area of criminal justice, <laughs> and then actually having the beautiful experience of working for the Arizona Supreme Court. And it it just was amazing, a lot of activity going on at that place in time. And I look at all of that, and the number one thing early on, early in my work career, it just seemed like I was always being directed and corrected. Let's put it that way. Because again, with the Gemini mind and otherwise, it was like, okay, and here's what we need to do to bring you back to center again. And that grew to be a theme within me. And I promised myself and Gosh, I don't even recall what age I was. I think I was in my early mid-20s. I promised myself that one day I would help people and I would help teach people about life. And in my prayers, I had asked for God, for Source, to let me be a normal person in the muggle world and help bring healing to other people, whatever that meant. Sometimes... It does mean just a simple, brief conversation 
with somebody on an elevator, that the work is going on all of the time. And so one of the funny things I've noticed in my life is just having that invisible sign over your head. I don't know if you've ever encountered that. There's this sign above the head that says, talk to me, ask me, I can help you. I have an idea. I have a direction. I presume that's probably the same for you, huh? Yeah, it's funny that you say that. And One of the things that I know you do very well, because you do it on the show yourself, is we listen very well. And people aren't used to people listening. And it's very infrequent unless someone is in that specific field that when I speak with someone, they aren't interjecting their thoughts all of the time. They're cutting off my thoughts so that they can interject their thoughts. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong. It's just an interesting um, observation. So much like you saying, hi, talk with me and so forth. The thing that I get very frequently is I'll be talking with someone on the phone, but I'm listening. And I don't say anything. And they're like, are you there? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Hello, hello. So it's so funny. Yes, I have the, let me talk to you. In fact, I just went to my hairdresser, spent the whole time her talking about her difficulty that she has with her sister. And at the end, she says, oh, thank you so much for listening. (laughs) I totally know what you mean. So it's, yes, the sign over the head. And at the same time, I find it humorous when you're talking on the phone and you're listening. And people are so unaccustomed to that that they question whether you're still on the other end. <laughs> it, I love it. And it, it's so interesting. One of my sisters-in-law, one of my brother's wives, wonderful lady, she teaches at ASU there in Phoenix, and she works at a hospital. She's a speech pathologist. And fascinating. It, just very interesting person. Has come through so much in throughout her life it's amazing that she's with us and um i I just have so much respect for her the last time that i got to visit with her i should say one of one of the visits brought a deep conversation she was looking at this potential idea of returning to something she used to do and loved and in listening as we know in listening to her share and talk and express for the next you know, whatever amount of time it was, <laughs> I provided the feedback. And she mm-hmm. was like, she was quiet. And then she she says, and how in the world did you extract that? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. And that that happens a lot. That happens quite a bit. So mm-hmm. I it's so beautiful for us to in addition to bringing our gifts to the table, to bring the gift of listening Mm -hmm. and hearing where people are at and also to do so from a place of being neutral without judgment and helping the person be comfortable in their skin, quite honestly. So, yeah, gosh. You're so right about that. (laughs) Yes. Yes. People people don't have a lot of places they can go to be safe and not judge. So you're absolutely right. Giving people the freedom to not feel like there's anything wrong with their thoughts, their behaviors, and it's okay 
to want to shift and become a better person. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. So you're absolutely right. <laughs> it is beautiful. So once again, to all the listeners out there, if you would like to have a session with Debbie Peters, my guest tonight, you may go to her website, healinghubclub.com, or you may email her, support at healinghubclub.com. My website is journeywithstephanie.com. And this has been such a beautiful evening, Debbie. Thank you so much again for being my guest. Oh, Stephanie, it's such a pleasure. I could talk with you all night. (laughs) (laughs) I think we would do that very well. So thank you again and all the best to you with all things new. This is great. Thank you so much. You as well. Thank you. All right. Good night. Good night.